0: Yeah, it's almost like just because you have more money Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're not going to put yourself in the same spot that you're in when you have less money.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Learn With Us. We are your hosts, 303. There's Connor, Amanda, Alita, and me. What's up, guys? Super happy to be here. So last time we were left off at the first lesson or the first cure for the lean purse, which was to start diapers to multiply... The best analogy was the egg one, where he said if you have 10 eggs and only use 9, eventually you're going to have too many eggs. Your basket will overflow. I say we just jump right into chapter 2 and then we move along as uh, um, well. We come, we ask the questions as we move along with the reading. Trying out this new format. Alright, so the first part is going to be read by Amanda.
0: I'm reading the first part.
1: Oh, I mean Alita?
0: Shouldn't you be like, who wants to read the first one? So it's not so... S- oh, so-
1: who wants to read the first part?
0: I'll read the first section. Go for it. Let's see. The second cure... I guess the first section of the second cure is what I'm reading. Let's see, The second cure, control thy expenditures. Some of your members, my students, have asked me this. How can a man keep one-tenth of all... He earns in his purse when all the coins he earns are not enough for his necessary expenses. So did Arkad address his students upon the second day. Yesterday, how many of thee carried lean purses? All of us, answered the class, yet thou do not all earn the same. Some earn much more than others, some have much larger families to support, yet all purses were equally lean. Now I will tell thee an unusual truth about men and sons of men. It is this, that what each of us calls necessary expenses will always grow to equal our incomes unless we protest to the contrary. <clears throat> Confuse not the necessary expenses with thy desires. Each of you together with your good families have more desires than your earnings can gratify. Therefore are they. Earnings spent to gratify these desires, insofar so far as they will go. Still, thou retainest many ungratified desires. All men are burdened with some desires, or with more desires than they can gratify. Because my wealth, thinkest thou, I may gratify every desire? Tis a false idea. There are limits to my time, there are limits to my strength, there are limits to the distance I may travel, there are limits to what I may eat, there are limits to the zest with which I may enjoy.
1: Powerful stuff. Kind of eye-opening because I never realized, well, I I suppose I I you not I didn't think about that enough, the fact that we all have limitations. There's limits to everything. Yeah, no matter what, you know, no matter what, there's always going to be limits. That kind of put things in perspective. I guess I would. It, could you explain? Uh, I thought that the more you had, the more you could do like that. Well, don't think about the time, I suppose, that there's that time limit. You could have all the money in the world, but you still cannot do everything. No. I-
2: I feel I get what you're saying.
3: So our cat was just basically saying that even it doesn't really matter how much money you make,
1: you're all going.
3: You all spend the same, all of it.
1: Yeah, because the more the more you make, the more the more you think you have to spend. You either increase your your recurring expenses, so you get a more a more expensive car or a bigger house, or you just go into spending spurs and then go on vacation that you couldn't otherwise afford or you buy you know are very expensive
0: yeah it's almost like just because you have more money Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're not gonna put yourself in the same spot that you're in when you have less money
3: no that's what they said the whole last book too so Mm -hmm. it's it's an obvious thing that happens no matter what more money just equals more spending
1: the human way.
0: Mm-hmm. You kill, you'll just put yourself being broke again if you're not careful.
1: He's going to try to go he's going he's starting to go into a deeper subject where he he's going to tell us how to work around this problem because if it's true that we're we're working to get more money then it's true that the temptations are going to to grow or strengthen. So we need to have a plan and we need to, or a strategy that we can use to deal to deal with those, you know, with those temptations. And then he's going to start explaining it super soon.
3: Who wants to do the next part?
2: Um, <clears throat> I can do
1: it. It says, I say to you.
2: I say to you that just as weeds grow in a field, wherever the farmer leaves space for their roots, Even so freely do desires grow in men, whenever there is a possibility of their being gratified. Thy desires are a multitude, and those that thou mayest gratify are but few. Study thoughtfully thy accustomed habits of living. Herein may be most often found certain accepted expenses, that may wisely be reduced or eliminated. Let thou motto be one hundred percent of appreciated value demanded for each coin spent. Therefore engrave upon the clay each thing for which thou desireth to spend. Select those that are necessary and others that are possible through the expenditure of nine-tenths of thy income. Cross out the rest and consider them but a part of that great multitude of desires that must go unsatisfied and regret them not. Budget then thy necessary expenses. Touch not the one-tenth that is fattening thy purse. Let this be thy great desire that is being fulfilled. Keep working with thy budget. Keep adjusting it to help thee. Make it thy first assistant in defending thy fattening purse.
1: I was just
3: curious on that if he was even talking about a budget,
1: if they used that word back then. Yeah, they call it a budget. Yeah, it's, that's what they're talking about. Because he's like, just the put The, it the on number the the one, head, one secret. Describe out what you can. The budget. You don't know how much you need a budget until you you make your first budget. Or your first successful budget, then you realize, holy cow, this thing is helpful.
3: It helped us get to the point where we realized Amanda could quit her job, and we could live off one income. Because
1: we could see the numbers, basically. Yeah. Look, that's insane. Like before the budget, you thought that you needed both—that you both needed to work. That's interesting. That, whoa. For sure. Well, that's a good. That's that's what best way then. What best way to be helped by the budget than that? Realize you don't have to work. He's saying, he's saying, so when you're writing down, when you're writing down your budget, write down everything, everything that you spend your money on. If you, if you used money for something, write it down. And then out of all those things, select the ones that you really need. Right. And then the what's necessary. Yeah, and then the rest. See how much you can spend with the nine tenths that you have. Oh, maybe I'm running maybe I'm going ahead.
2: No, it's good. Select those that are necessary. Possible nine tenths. Yep. No, he right. does. Yeah. I, swear he I also said. like how it says, um cross out the rest and consider them but a part of that great multitude. but that must go in and regret them not. I like that part. Regret them not. Because a lot of times I used to be like, oh, well, I'm not doing this because I don't have, like, don't dwell on not having it anymore. Forget about it. You don't need it.
3: If anything, it's worth more as your future investment than it is as a present day expense.
2: I just feel like that would be a negative way of thought to be like, oh, I gave this up because of my, like, stop thinking about it. You should just forget about it.
1: Something that helps me, and I learned from, I think it was, well, it's from the Retire Before Mom and Dad book. The line that goes, "The best thing you can spend your money on is your freedom." I thought, "Yes." So that that just makes it. It's super easy when you think about that. At least to me, when I think about it, that I'm not not getting something, instead I'm buying my freedom. That I, don't know.
3: I have a good example with Netflix. I always feel like, oh man, that really sucks because there's so many shows on there I used to like to watch, and but now that with without saving the twenty dollars, I'm also saving how many hours of not sitting there just watching the Netflix. So it wasn't even the money part of it; it became bigger. And I didn't even realize it because to me it was just about saving twenty bucks, but now I've realized how many hours I've saved from not
2: all the time you save, and you can put on better. More useful... Past. Hobbies, that makes sense.
3: It was a good investment for our future.
1: So far he's given out all great advice. Now, let me, let me read goes after. It says... Hereupon one of the students, wearing a robe of red and gold, arose and said, I am a free man. I believe that it is my right to enjoy the good things in, of life. Therefore do I rebel against the slavery of a budget which determines just how much I may spend and for what. I feel it would take much pleasure from my life and make me little more than a pack-ass to carry a burden. To him, Arcot replied, Who, my friend, would determine thy budget? I would make it for myself, responded the protesting one. In that case, were a pack-ass to budget budget his burden, would he include therein jewels and rugs and heavy bars of gold? Not so. He would include hay and grain and a bag of water for the desert trail. In this part, Arcad kind of called him a a, a pack-ass without calling him one. The guy had it coming because he called everyone who wrote a budget about, like, a, like a donkey, basically. And then Arcad said, Well, you're saying that you don't want a budget because you think the budget is going to make you a slave? Who's writing the budget? You're writing the budget. So make sure that you write it so that you're not a slave. That, what do you mean? I thought, duh, of course.
3: No, that's kind of true to think about. People are like, oh, man, ever since I put myself on this budget, I'm not allowed to do anything. It's like, no, you, you just didn't budget in fun. Like you didn't budget in your hobbies. You're, no one said you're not allowed to have a hobby. You just got to do it smart, more economically
1: sustainably so that you can keep doing them for as long as possible that's the idea that's the idea to to make it to go for as long as possible the purpose of a
3: budget is to help thy purse to fatten it is to assist thee to have thy necessaries and in so insofar as attainable thy other desires it is to enable thee to realize thy most cherished desires by defining them from thy casual wishes. Like a budget light like a bright light in the dark cave the budget shows up the leaks from thy purse and enables thee to stop them and control thy expenses for definite and gratifying purposes. This then is the second cure for alien purse. Budget thy expenses that though Mayest have a coin to pay for the necessaries to pay for thy enjoyments and to gratify thy worthwhile desire. Without spending more than nine tenths of thy earning. Boom. That cave analogy is pretty deep. Which one? The cave analogy. Oh yeah. I guess I didn't hear that the first time I read it. Till right now, but to say that you shine a light and then you see where all the lights Coming out, then you patch up that hole. But you think about it, your money, that's awesome.
1: Dude Arcad's really, really smart, man.
3: He knows how to dumb it down. Yeah. Or simplify it, I guess. Dumb it down's rude. But he knows how to simplify it for us. So commoners. The
1: point of the budget is so that you can have more money. Because if you want to have wealth then you need to be able to live below your means and then in order for you to live below your means you need a budget without the budget it it's going to be very difficult that you'll be able to to succeed in that endeavor if, if not impossible cuz you'll be you'll be you'll be driving in the dark without your without your headlights on you you're, you're going to not going to end well Well, it's like the pack axe
3: analogy he was saying that you budget to survive the desert because if you know you know where like the meal knows where he's walking so if you know where you're heading you're going to budget for that lifestyle you're going to budget you know you're not going to pack it full of jewels to go walk around the desert because you're just going to die like you're going to go on a trip you're going to pack the right gear you're going mountain climbing you're going to bring mountain gear like Water. You're going to be rich. You're going (laughs) to save where you need to. You're going to make the necessary choices.
2: Yeah,
1: That's why he also says that you have to be changing it all the time because everything changes, and so so should your budget change also.
0: Yeah, it's not like you have to keep the same budget forever. You could change it after a month if you needed to.
3: Yeah, maybe that's a good point is that it's not like a law. As soon as you write it down or write... As soon as you write it down, it's not, this has to be done. You're allowed to be like, oh, well, that doesn't work for me. I need this extra. I need to have a coffee at least once a week. So you add a $5 coffee into your budget.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you could literally to, have your budget for a week and be like, oh, wait a minute. I forgot about this. And then rewrite it.
3: You're like, oh, no, I'm not allowed to get my car fixed because I never budgeted for it.
0: Yeah, or
2: your paycheck could change.
3: Oh yeah, your job could your lose hours, hours could
2: change, increased or decreased, so that would affect it.
3: It makes it less scary in my mind when it's
1: movable, or flexible. What are some expenses that you guys have um, eliminated aside from Netflix, thanks thanks to your budget?
2: Mm, fast food, ninety nine percent
3: of the time.
0: I feel like that's been a big one for us—not necessarily fast food, but just eating out. I mean, we still do it some, but not nearly as much. Yeah. We
3: cut our alcohol down to half because we realized how expensive it was, and it wasn't worth. It was, it was almost like two hundred or something a month.
2: Yeah, I spent like two hundred bucks a month, I think. And now it's like. It was on a variety, variety of things, though. You know, yeah. we go somewhere and you want to buy this, and then. We're going here, so we buy that, and adds up. Or if we go out, we st- when we used to go out to dinner, oh my goodness, $100 for two people to eat just because you get a conc- It was
3: our first time going out in three months, so blow it all.
2: Yeah, let's get a six-course <laughs> meal. No, we just don't go Abs out. And drinks.
3: <laughs> Cooking at home has been a lot better. Mostly entertainment's the stuff we cut out.
2: Yeah, I got rid of the Xbox Game Pass. That was fifteen bucks a month, which I didn't need. We got rid of Netflix. We did a bunch of stuff. We paused Audible.
3: No, that's the problem. I didn't get rid of most of it. I just paused yeah, it for a while. Yeah, pretty much paused and then it. It just comes back randomly, so I get hurt once in a while. Like
1: they have, they have different different subscriptions where you can have once every three months, once every six months.
3: Oh. Oh.
1: Yeah. Like the one I have is once every three months, I think I get one credit.
3: Three right now.
2: I said I have three credits right now, and I'm not even sure what to listen to because instead
1: of having it to pay monthly, yeah, they changed it because they realized that not everybody went every month. Yeah, that's the problem. My problem is that I don't know what to spend the credit on. It's a it's a hard decision. But yeah, you could. That is that is that is freaking awesome the The budget that you have is it complicated, or is it is it simple? Would you say? It's a basic, just:
2: Yeah, it's just basic. We could probably get a more detailed one.
3: Yeah, I feel like we, we want to really: I don't know if we've ever done a, a legit I bet like, you we out could of our expenses. more. We just round everything up.
2: Yeah. I don't have an actual every single thing I've ever bought. It's more like I spent hundred dollars that week on household supplies I don't have the receipt telling me I spent ninety-seven, thirty-two. you know
3: like I'm just we round up on the money we spend and we round down on our income always <laughs> so it's gotta be generally closer yeah
2: but if we did go into detail then I bet you we could find more things possibly that we could eliminate
1: so right now it's like um, this line it's my expenses and this line is my income just the plus and minus
3: yeah well because we also have a projected income we have other but things that people should that should be making money but it's not guaranteed to yeah so gotcha but on this thing we use it it allows us to project with that so it, it shows you the difference between what you're actually making and what you thought you'd be making
1: is it with an app? Are you using no, an app?
3: Excel.
2: It's just like a sheet off of Excel.
1: Yeah, Excel. Excel is super useful, by the way. Everybody who's listening, if you... I can link it in the
3: description. The f- online if you have one. some
1: time, learn Excel. Because
3: the online one's free. You just don't get as much storage. That's the only downside. You get like two gigs or something. It's not oh, a free online storage. If you use Excel online... From
1: Oh, no way. Like Microsoft yeah. Excel. But you got you got Google Sheets, uh, uh, Apple Numbers.
3: Oh, yeah. I did find that one, too. I, I never ended up using it right there. but Oh, yeah. We did play with that one. Remember? It had that graph.
2: Oh, for a minute. It was a
3: different setup. We weren't as... I,
2: yeah. I didn't like that one as much.
3: Do you guys have an example? Time of budget helped you? Find some holes I in mean, your I mean,
1: bro... Specifically, like specifically, specifically, it so when I first started budgeting, I used to eat uh, burritos a lot. So, I mean,
0: from
2: Chipotle?
1: Yes, Chipotle burritos. I just felt like they were very, I, it felt to me that they were very efficient, time and money wise. It was a cheap product that had a lot of nutrition. Well, a burrito was like $10. Yeah.
2: And it could be like two meals well no not for Juan <laughs> for for me it would be that two meals but not for Juan I don't want to mislead anybody
1: Juan eats a lot I'm <laughs> sorry <I just> <laughs> <laughs> well I'm not gonna deny that I can't deny that so yeah it was uh, the budget actually made me realize I was spending quite a lot of money on burritos no it's
3: funny when you type it in, you're like, that's not that much. And then you like see what it does in a month.
1: And you're like, bro,
3: wow, that's a lot of money.
1: (laughs) I got another one. Like uh, I realized, well, so I used to ride a bicycle. Most of my life I rode bicycles. Maybe it was five years ago, I decided to buy a car because I've been, (laughs) I used to ride a bicycle in negative degree weather. So that wasn't, it wasn't fun. I remember. Um, That's funny. And I, I said, I need to do something about this. So I got a car. But the first car I got, um, I wasn't budgeting at the time. And, I, well, my expenses were very minimum, very minimal. And that car, I bought it cash. It was a very cheap car. So I paid cash for it. Now, then I started budgeting by the time that that car was, that it was time for me to change cars. That's when I started budgeting. And then when I bought the new car, I was already budgeting. And if it wasn't for the budget, I would I would have never noticed that the expenses for my car were actually almost twice as much as the car payment was, because of oil change, uh, freaking registrations, insurances, and gas and tire rotating. And like there's some all these kinds of random expenses that you would never notice unless you budget them. And then they bring up the cost of your car to literally at least twice, at, at a minimum, twice as much as you're paying for your down payment. And my mind would just freaking, like, got blown away because I never, it's such a big expense, bro.
2: Yeah, I don't even put the registration in the budget.
3: No, we did And oil changes.
2: Really? Yeah. No. okay.
3: Because we have over 100 a month on car parts. Remember I had that section? Oh, okay. Well, we, we calculated for that.
2: So what did you end up doing with the car?
1: Uh, nothing. I had to rearrange my, my budget. Oh. So that I could, yeah.
3: Luckily, I've finished paying off
2: my car. Yeah, luckily right now we don't have a car payment. That is awesome. That really is.
3: As long as she don't blow up.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> For now, anyways.
0: I would say car payments, yeah, they that's a pretty big chunk that you have to add to your spending.
2: I just watched a video the other day. What was it some guy got a truck, and his payment was like? 57000 It's like $57,000 worth of debt. And they were like, why would you do that?
3: He was like, it's brand new, and I need a way to get to work. The guy's like, you could get to work anyway. Ride like, a bus. He's
2: like, why would you put, get $60,000 worth of debt?
1: That's like $1,000 a month.
2: They are now.
3: Mm-hmm. I know. He's a 22-year-old. This guy, he said he's it on was- my TikTok. He, he just yells at people, basically. They come to him like, why am I poor? And he'll be like, why do you have three trucks in? And you're like, that's why you're poor, bro. It's
2: like, he's got like one-third of his monthly income goes directly to his truck
3: payment. He's like, that's not even with insurance. Yeah. That was just the truck payment. So like you're saying, you add in everything else, he's paying over half his And if you paycheck. buy a nice
2: new truck like that, you've got to have all the good insurance, so it's in there, It's expensive. Only if I could live in it.
3: No, it's like we were just saying, though, before. is When you get that new promotion, you're like, oh, I can afford this $57,000 truck now, but no, you can't.
1: Or maybe you can, but you need to cut out somewhere else.
3: I guess it's priorities, so. as That's they said.
1: True.
2: Yeah, because so, how many people just get uh, one? Uh, how many people just upgrade one thing? I just feel like you get a new truck.
3: You need a four wheeler. You need the
2: four wheeler. You need a boat. You a need a trailer like, it, to tow the four wheeler. Yeah, you need the trailer. Like, it just keeps going and now going.
3: You need a place to put the four wheeler. Yeah.
2: Oh, so. now you need a jet ski. Like because it, it, <laughs> it just goes on and on. So you're never going to stop buying
3: things. Well, we got a jet ski. We might as well buy camp. Oh, and
2: well, that makes perfect <laughs> sense with what. With what this chapter was all about how you couldn't you'll never stop desiring things and wanting things
1: you never will it's part of the human condition to to want more I suppose unless unless you're one of the few who's content with with the bare minimum being a a hermit but even then they're but even then they go there because they want more peace and less of something else so there's always this this desire no
2: you're right we just were at the monastery and visiting with the monks and i totally get that that they want more of something and less they want less world but they want more spiritual so they're still craving something
3: oh you're saying that you get rid of the physical want for things and turns it into spiritual because or into they're craving education the or spiritual. whatever
2: like no matter what you know who you are you're always going to be craving but you're going something. to want
3: more no matter what more <laughs> of
2: something yeah even if it's more of god or
3: more of science more. sweatshirts yeah. you know
2: <laughs> my favorite shoes i got 27 pairs of shoes oh
3: that's true people yeah some women have closets right full and they don't even wear half the stuff they just want it yeah Whatever it is, you're you're gonna want it to the extreme.
1: I do have to say that if it wasn't for the budget, I would not. Uh, well, I I guess what I'm trying to say is that I I should I should attest to the truth behind Arcade's statement uh, that the budget will help you. It's is it does it does if you haven't tried it. You should definitely, anybody who's listened to this, who doesn't currently have a budget, they, it'll change their lives once they try it out.
3: No, even like us, if you just do a mock one, it will show you a lot.
1: Even if you just do a basic for now. Yeah, it's, it'll be, it'll be your strategy to buy your freedom.
2: Plus it's nice on other, I feel like, for example, I budgeted in our gas for the month so i know how many times a week or how much money i have for gas so now it's it's easy to just not have to worry like oh is there money here and how much do i get here and it's like you know the money's there just fill the damn thing up like that's what we do you No,
3: know, that's something new for sure is that now instead of filling up three times a week because we're like oh are we going to make it to friday we yeah. know that there is a 40 dollar gas budget so fill that thing make it last a week
2: yeah just, so it just takes away some of the stress too i feel like budgeting can eliminate your stress or your worry about things because it's already you're prepared yeah,
3: you have the strategy what were well, you saying last week like a plan the difference between like uh, yeah. making a so plan
1: that, and... oh so i was talking about the difference between a plan and a strategy how the plan it's more of a macro vision that you have for 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 the future and then the strategy is the the steps that you're going to take to achieve, to, to get there. So they're not the same thing. No, so that's like The budget strategy, would be now. the strategy, like, yeah. yeah. And then the plan yeah. is what you want to get with the budget. For example, I have a very close friend who wants to, <laughs> well, he's my friend. You know, the one I always talk about. He wants to have a boat and he's that is the strategy is how to get the boat, and then for that he's using basically the tools that we are—the rental properties and and passive income and those you know the those strategies he's using them. I mean, no, those tools he's using them so that at the end of the day he can have that the boat—a sailboat. Are you talking yeah. like
3: a sailboat or okay, not just a a summer fun toy? <laughs>
1: Like I started budgeting, I started budgeting so that I would have a down payment for a dupe for a house that was gonna become a rental property and then one once I accomplished that, then my budget changed and then right now I have two budgets I have one that's going to allow me well that allows me to save the ten percent and then the other one that that kind of lets me. Well, I guess two uses because I have more budgets from the days from like past years, so I can compare how they have changed and evolved, and it's kind of it—it's telling me a story now, more than just fulfilling a function of a you know creating a strategy. So it's it's kind of cool.
3: Show you your old weak spots.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And co- and also confirm your uh,
1: evolution successes. Yes, exactly because. <clears throat> The money so, is more.
2: It keeps you going. And mm-hmm. you can see your, you know, how far you've come.
1: No, the budget is, yeah, get a book, get a book, a dollar. You can get it for a dollar in any dollar store and then write Spend down Spend the stuff. extra dollar, though. Yeah. Take it from me. <laughs> My books used to fall apart before every meeting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because they were so cheap. <laughs> get, the, get the big one, though. The ones The ones that are... Perforated, not glued. Yeah, no glue. No glue.
3: <laughs> you get what
1: you pay. You do get what you pay for. Well, I don't know what else to say.
3: Oh, I was just going to say, well, we'll come back for the third gear.
1: Make thy gold multiply. Oh, nice. This is about investing.
2: I like investing. It's a good topic.
0: Should be a good chapter.
1: Yeah, that's when. that's when your slaves... That's when your slave slaves start working for you. According, well, using the book, (laughs) using the book lingo.
3: All right. See everybody there.
1: Peace. See ya.
0: Bye.